You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. So this, where are we? That's the first question. You look at this page, where are we? Well, I'm in Brochos, and this is still within the Kriya Shema uh, halachot of, 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 of the mitzvah of Kriya Shema. And this Mishnah really emphasizes that we're going to start today, emphasizes the difference between Kriyat Shema and Tefillah. Okay? And it does it by a practical case. So let's take a look. Okay. Um, I sort of, there's a, there's a little, um, there's a little, uh, you know, word balloon here, which I guess I should have, should have put it somewhere else. Ha'umnin. The Mishnah starts. Ha'umenin. Korin. So Korin is Kriyachma. Kriyachma, because it's from the Torah, uh, whenever you see the word Korin, you don't say Korin Shmonesre, Korin Tfiwa. Korin is Kriyachma, whenever you see that. Korin. Right? Not with a kaf, which is to bow down, with a kuf. So the word umnin, of course, is an uman. Right, not the place where Rav Nachman is buried, but of course, an Uman. In the Yerushalmi, it means a row uh, in Aramaic. But Uman in Hebrew is someone who is an expert at what he does. Right, someone who's a, a hired person who can do something. He's not a poel. He's an Uman. He has amuniot. He has a, an expertise in what he's doing. Okay, so he's somebody you've hired to do a job. Now, what is his expertise? We'll see in a minute. But Korean, he does his Kriyachma. Where does he do his Kriyachma? When the time comes, of course. Birosh Ha'ilan. Okay. On top of a tree. Which means even though he's on the top of a tree, he's doing Kriyachma. And Ubirosh Hanidvach. So here's the administrator. I guess that's me with the question. So you can see it pops up on the screen. There it is. I write over it. I think you can see it there. What's a nidvach? What's a, what's a nad? What's a Or nidvach? I looked up according to Jaster. You see, that's where I went. One of the places I looked for an answer. But I know I can see in context that it has something to do with on top of a tree or on top of a nidvach. So. Rashi is, is before you even go to Jastro, I'm going to show Jastro in a minute. Uh, Rashi is there before Jastro is. Okay? But before we get to that, one last phrase. Masha'enon. This she'enon, they are not, they're not Rishain. There she comes. Rishain. They are not, what, allowed. Rishayin is to be allowed. La'asot ken, or la'asos ken. To do that same thing when it comes to what? Bitfilah. So this mission in these two and a half lines gives us an essential difference between these two things which are so much part of our lives today. Right? Kriyachma and Tfila. We sort of, bat, we, we put them together. Did you daven today? What does davening mean? I'm in the middle of Kriyachma. I'm davening. Shmon Esrei, right. This Mishnah says the two are different. One, you're allowed to do Kriyachma with, and Tfila you're not allowed to do. You're not allowed to do Tfila when you're in this state. What's the state that you're in? Well, you're an Uman, you're, uh, if you are this type of person who has been hired for your expertise, you cannot engage in Tfilah when you're in this state of Rosh Ilan, Rosh Nidvach. Okay? So, that already, now, most of you are saying, well, there's a big, that there's a real difference for that. There's a obvious difference. But that's part of what we're going to talk about. It might be obvious to you. Um, let's try to understand exactly what it is. The Gemara is going to explain it. 
But that's the, that is the halacha, the first halacha of the Mishnah. The difference between the two and the difference between Kriyashma and Tefillah is, is developed within this real life case. A real life case which underscores, I believe, responsibility to you, the person of your contracts that you've taken on. Okay. So before we, Let's take a look here at the, okay, so let's take a look at the Rashi. I'll, I'll try to play with this a little bit and see if it, if it works. So ha'umanin. We, Rashi doesn't think you need a translation that it's a person who has expertise in something. But what's going on with them, Rashi says. So let's, let's see the Rashi. Shehem asukim bimelachtam. They're doing their job, asuk. See if I can underline that a little bit. Haim, uh, here we go. Haim, Haim, oh, look what happens here. Haim asukim b'malachtam. Do the whole Rashi. Haim asukim b'malachtam. I don't know if it's any better for you. Haim asukim b'malachtam. Birosh ha'ilan. O birosh ha'nadvach. Or nidvach. They are doing their job. They're doing their job. And they're doing their job on top of a tree. We'll see what a nidvach is in a minute, but it seems like it's something similar to being on the top of a tree. The next word, vigiyazman kriyachma. Now, that implies, higiyah means it's reached, from the word naga, to touch, higiyah. Higiyah, we all know from the, the Haggadah Shopesach, Right, right? That's what the students came in and said. Higiyah, we've reached it. I'm Shomer Nagia, right? The kids say. Nagia is to touch, to reach. Nega, right? Is, 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 again, even the word nega is something where God sort of touches you in this, in this way that you feel like you've been, you've been, you've been hurt, right? It's a, it's a wound. It's like a, it's like God has unleashed something, but it's also like, I feel like the, the burning touch of God on me, right? That's, that, that's the negia, right? Nega, right? Liga. So what is reached? What has happened? Zman. Okay. You all know what this is. Kufshin, right? Um, Kufshin is again, I let's see. I don't know if I can underline this even stronger, but here we go. I don't know if I can underline. If I have that power, no, go away. So kufshin, of course, is kriyachma. So korin lishom. I don't know if I would maybe take out the lamid, but the point is miyad. Say shma right away. It's kriyachma time. Say kriyachma. Now you look at that Rashi. We go back to the Mishnah just for a second. What do you see? You see that people went to work early. Zman Kriyachma does not mean the end of Zman Kriyachma. Um, some of you might know what the end of the Zman Kriyachma was today. I would assume it was sort of like 9.30 or something like that, or 9.15 maybe. I don't know. It wasn't 9.30. It was actually 5.40. <laughs> That happened. They were up on top of that tree early in the morning. This is, this was, this is the way people still work in some places where they're up early. They're at the job. They should be working. That's what you see here that, that you're involved in work. And now it's a mitzvah now has kicked in. They didn't go to shul in the morning. They went to work. You had to go to work and it wasn't considered so unusual. You've got this job. You've got Parnosa to worry about. You you can't. You you don't have the the luxury to be in shul and then go to work. You were at work real early. You were at work. It was dark maybe when you were climbing that tree. And as you were climbing that tree, and I guess why were you on that tree? Maybe you were pruning. Maybe you were cutting. You're an expert. You're an expert pruner, an expert cutter, right? Uh, you're involved in your job. And then what happens? It's time to say Shema. So the Mishnah then says, read it. Read Shema. Which means not only to do the mitzvah as soon as possible, 
but Lishom, even if you're on top of a tree, Shema, read the Shema where you are. Now, okay, and which tells you that, again, you think about it, that the Mishnah is not against it. The Mishnah actually is advocating for it. You don't need, even though this is sort of a, a place, that you, it's not a shul, it's not quiet, there's saws, there's other people there, there's lunch buckets, but for Kriyachma, say Kriyachma up there. And the, and the reason is, is because, as we're going to find in the Gemara, you could probably guess yourself, is this is your job. You're supposed to be a religious Jew wherever you are and do the mitzvot and do the mitzvot, but you also have a responsibility to your employer. Okay? And therefore, Kriyachma is you can you can meld your responsibility with your employer with your mitzvah and do it both together. That's what the Mishnah is telling you. These two go hand in hand, even in a, a, a sort of an extreme situation. Okay, so now we have the question the administrator asked, what is a nadvach? Okay, so if you're you're me, or you're you, and stay you, you don't have to be me. The world is bad enough with one me. But let's say here you are, and you want to know... So we're going to... We'll see at this point. We're taking it slow. Yes. We'll see about other things. We'll see about other things. But right now, the 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 conflict or the issue that needs to be resolved is how do I juggle or manage different responsibilities? Honestly. So let's go to the next thing, which is a technical thing. Nidvach. So there's two there's two ways you could do with this. Let's take a look at at, at the Rashi first. Now the word miyada again means immediately, immediately. Let's take a look at nidvach. Binyan, what is a nidvach? Binyan shel avanim. Right? A binyan of avanim. A binyan is something you build, made of stone. But then Rashi gives you a source for that. What's his source? A Nidvachin de Ibn Galal. So you have to know your Tanakh. Remember, have your Tanakh handy. So if you look in this verse, you'll take a look. You'll see the word Nidvach was used in Tanakh. That's the, I think it's the only place it's found in Tanakh. So it's actually the, the Mishnah has used a term that is found in Sefer Ezra. Okay, now I will show you uh, what you can do as well. Okay, you can look up the the book of Ezra. That's a good thing to do. And then you'll find the word nidvach. Another thing you can do is this. And you can see, here's Jastro. Where do I get Jastro? Well, he's free. Most of you might have a Jastro at home. Maybe it's right. And here's Jastro from Hebrew books. I had to find it before we went on the air, supposedly, uh, on the air, supposedly. And here's the word Nidvach in Jastro. It's just built like a dictionary. Okay, Marcus Jastro, you can look up him up on online. I think he was in Philadelphia. I think he was a conservative. Uh, I think he was a. I don't think he was. A, I think he was a rabbi. Against me, he was a. He was part of, connected with. Uh, Salman Schechter and the conservative movement. And uh, I think he was a religious man in terms of keeping uh, the laws. I believe so. And, you know, the book is still, <laughs> it's, not on the, it's not gathering dust. Although some people, I guess you could just Google the word. The book is still in use. And it's free for anybody to get in Hebrew books. And you can really find it. And, of course, it's not that simple to use it. Telling you that it's missing some pages, somebody. But you can see the word nidvach. What does Jastro do? 
Castro first gives you the 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 showish of the word. I'm not sure what this means exactly. This part I know, he's sort of saying, he thinks the word nidbach is a compound word from duch and davach. And I guess duch is, is, the, is, the, is to compress something. And davach, might, I think, means to, 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 to meld it to something else. And these are just his, uh, his speculations on what the word means. And they're fun to know because it helps you remember. Whenever you know the roots of words, it, 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 it entrenches that word with you. So I, I, I'm always happy to see this. Now, um, Jastro was, of course, built. He wasn't. He was in. He, he, he contributed mightily to Talmudic scholarship in a way, or Talmudic learning. But he obviously, just yes. like I, just yes. Just like Isaac Newton said, he, he's, he stands on the shoulders of others who went before him. Uh, but since we are English speakers here, primarily, it's good to have this. Because many of the other works written in Hebrew, Alexander Kohut was actually also an American, uh, put out the Aruch. Uh, but it was all in Hebrew and some English and some other language. Uh, Jastro uses uh, Kohut's work and streamlined it. Um, and so you can see here, what is it? It's a rammed wall, a mold filled with earth or rubble. And um, he quotes all the places you're going to find the word nidvach, nidvach in, in Talmudic literature. Maybe he's, he isn't 100% complete, but that's a great place. This is a place to find things and to find the words and to find them in, in context. And you can see this. Um, I remember just a, a, a story. Uh, oh, it was a long time ago. Uh, it was about 1987, 1988. And I was teaching in the Oscar Z. Fassman High School along with being in the Colel and other things in Chicago. I was in the Colel of Skokie, Skokie, HTC's Colel. I was giving uh, Shiurim in the, gra- in the undergraduate school and in the summer in the graduate school. But I was also in the Colel, uh, three star a day, and uh, sometimes in the city at night. And I also taught in the high school. So a lot of <laughs> kept me busy there. And um, I had students that, Ninth graders that I was teaching Nach to Navia Miksuvim to every day at around 1:45, I think it was, and I had a, a, a group of very bright boys. And at the end of that year, something happened. It wasn't because of me, but they many of them left, and they went to a different school, a different high school. And we have a, a couple of Chicagoans who know what I'm talking about. They went; these boys went from Skokie Yeshiva to Ida Crown, which I also was a teacher at for five and a half years. So I remember when it occurred, it was a big shock. And um, I I sometimes ran into my students after they left. It was like an exodus. It was like 15 kids that, that left the yeshiva to go to the academy. And I remember meeting one of them. And the person said to me, you know, Rabbi, at the academy... They teach us to use the jastro that's so important for us. We never knew how to use that in the yeshiva. Yeshiva, they just talked to us. Here they gave us the jastro. And they. And I remember telling him, I said, well, you know, it's a very good tool to have. But again, it, it's a tool. You know, I, it's, 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 it's definitely important to have one. I have one around here, I think, behind me. It's important. But... It it, it 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 really needs to be used, just like salt to a uh, to a dish. <laughs> it don't say, well, "I've got my jasper; I'm just going to look there all the time." If you have the word nidvach, okay, what does nidvach mean? So here we have um, a number of different sources for it, and it's interesting that he doesn't even go chronologically. Um, he mentions he uses the ones that he believes um, explain what it is physically more. Um, and you can see here, our Mishnah, Brachos 2.4. 
And you can see Marcus <laughs> translates Umnan as a mechanic. Mechanics at work may read the Shema while standing on top of a course of the wall. So there, there is our section right there. I wouldn't have translated as mechanics, but maybe mechanic is the correct word. I don't know. It definitely implies an aspect of expertise, but we also see that it's, it's a scary place to be, right? It's a course of a wall. It's, it's, it's a mold filled with earth or rubble. Not exactly, uh, it's not exactly a solid piece of material, right? You fill it with earth and rubble, right? It's, it's, it's a work in process. And the tree is also something, now that you think about it, the tree can be, the winds can, can, can buffet the tree. This is a little bit of a strange place to be involved in ritual prayer. And you aren't. You're involved in Kriyachma. <laughs> right? And that's really the point. So let's go back to our let's go back to our page. Now that we've seen a little bit of Jastro and how to use it. Let's go back to our page. Let's go back to the page now. So if, if we go back there, we can now have a little bit of a sense. We now know what Nidvach is. Masha'enon Rishoin Lasos Kain Mitvilo. You cannot do this for davening. Now, what should you do? It's time to daven. What should you do? So we're going to see in the Gemara what you should do, if anything. But you should not be davening on top of a tree or on top of this 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 molded material that is on its way to becoming a building, or maybe it's a lattice. Where it's something there to help the building get done. But it isn't a solid thing, despite the height. I'm saying the height is also a problem. There's the height and the instability. Kriyashma is one thing. Tefillah is something else. Okay? Let's take a look at, at, at what would be the reason why not. Um, and you can, I'm, I've already, you've already, we've already implied why. Let's take a look. So let's take a look at the Rashi. Uh, this thing, this gives me a little blue thing here. Um, oh, I'm gonna, there we go. Get rid of that. So I'm going to bold the Rashis here. So bold the lines we're going to read. Okay. So now, how many, doing this, I guess, gives us the task in front of us. Everybody here is listening, is thinking, there's differences. What are some of the differences? Before we go to the Rashi, let's talk about some of the differences outside. Um, okay. One difference is it's, right, right, you can, you can, you can if you want, you can uh, send the chat if you can, right? One difference is it's, Tfila is longer, right? Tfila takes longer than Kriyachma. There's more of it. There's more time. So one of it, I guess, is that tefillah is, 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 it's one thing to stop and say Kriyachma. Maybe you don't have to say that, maybe it doesn't take that long, okay? That's right, Sheila. That's an, another difference, which, uh, uh, that you need more, concentrate. you can't concentrate. Right? Henoch is saying that there's a, a, another difference. Well, you're standing anyway, Henoch. But but you're right. One one is more dangerous. Right? <laughs> now that's going to be we're worried about you. Don't you daven up there? You might fall. Right. So there's concentration. Right. So we can already speculate as to why the Mishnah is telling you don't daven up there. Don't do your your Shmona Esrei up there. Let's see what Rashi says. Okay. So let's take a look. How many lines is this baby? One, two, three, four, five, six. That's six lines. And we're looking at this Rashi, and I've already said many times in our classes, don't expect Rashi to be writing. Okay, have another, let's see, I have another, another possibility on this. Let's see. Um, yeah, that's another thing to be, in other words, 
but that's what Debbie is saying is that with with create with 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 Shimon Esrei, the way you have this image of Shimon Esrei is you lose yourself, right? Uh, and, and then your davening might affect the other workers there. So it's 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 it, it, it's a different animal, so to speak. It takes longer. There's more concentration necessary. It's probably an exercise in futility because you can't concentrate there. You have to be cognizant of the people around you. All those things are, are, are wonderful speculations. And, and that's the way you're supposed to learn. You, you, when you are confronted with a statement, ask yourself what the statement means. Uh, and, and don't be... Uh, don't be timid and arguing or disagreeing with what you're hearing as the answer. Maybe your answer is better. Okay? Uh, so all these are, are, are good possibilities. Um, I think there's another thing here, which we're going to find in the Gemara, which none of you have said yet, and that is the amount of time that it takes means that you can't steal from your the person who's hiring you. In other words, the person who's hiring you, Jew possibly, has to allow you and you to say Kriyat Shema because it doesn't take that long. But if the person, if you're working for him, Shemun Estre, which is going to take longer, um, you know, you're, you're going to stop the work as well. Um, and uh, that might be one of the issues as well. Now, does that mean you don't daven at all if you have a job like this? That's a good question. There's a lot of people in this in this boat, much more than we think. People that had to take jobs that didn't allow them to daven or to daven at their lunch hour, right? They had to be at work. They couldn't come go to shul. They couldn't do Shmon Esrei. Right, Sheila, but a lot of times that break isn't, you know, doesn't necessarily align with when, when, when uh, with the mitzvah. And, and you don't always, you're not always able to call the shots. And this leads to issues about, should I take this job? Should I not take this job? The, the, the Gemara, it's not necessarily going to give us a roadmap, but it's going to tell us a reality that there are people that are working that aren't part, can't all do, do the mitzvahs that, there's, that they would have done normally. Yeah, that's another point. Maybe that's what you have to do. So, but, but, but these are values that need to be balanced. And, and that's why this mission is, is, is interesting. It, I, I, on one level, it's really about the difference in Kriyashma and Tfilah. But it also intersects to your responsibility of the jobs that you've taken. Uh, you know, we we got spoiled in America. You know, where you can find a minion and go to work, and many people say, "Okay, you know," but uh, it, it doesn't always work that way. You know, no no pun intended. When things are, di- I I cannot be in shul. I won't be able to daven. I'm going to daven every day late. Look, you know, we, we, we recognize it by people who are, you know, the health workers, the emergency workers, the doctors. We understand that they're going to dive in when they can. They're saving lives. But you're saving your own life when you're going to work. <laughs> and, and even though working on top of a, of, of, of a, of a tree <laughs> might be a dangerous way to save your life, but you are bringing money down to the table. You're bringing food down, and that's what you got to do. This is your parnosa. Are, are you supposed to not take the job? So this is really, again, it's, it, I, I believe it's bigger than this issue. It, it, it also says when you do take a job, there are overriding factors, which is you owe to the, the guy who hired you to do your job, and you steal from him when you, when you don't do your job. It, it is definitely a possibility, which we're going to see in the Gemara, that if you if you're a, a religious Jew and you hire a religious Jew to do work, you need to make accommodations for that person. But what's the level of accommodation you need to make? 
So that's really what this Mishnah touches off. It seems to be a simple thing, but I think it's a, I, I think it, it actually creates a complex real life issue. Okay, so let's do the Rashi. See where we're holding here on the Rashi. And, um, okay, here we go. Here's the Rashi. Why? So Rashi knows, we, we've speculated. Now let's see what Rashi says. I'm sorry that the Rashi isn't in clear English or Hebrew. It's Rashi language. So here we go. Okay, the first word, ditsluta, ditslusa, that's Aramaic for davening. Okay, it's solely is to appeal to God. And you know what appealing is? Rachmehli. It's, it's, it's begging, it's for compassion. I don't know if I can underline it again here. Ditslusa rachmehi. I don't know if that helps. Ditslusa rachmehi. Davening is rachamim. What does Rachme mean? It means, I need you, God. I, I, you need to help me. God, have compassion on me. Look at my situation. I, I, I have to concentrate because I'm begging for something. It's Rachami, like the word Rachami. Uboi, it needs. This word we know, you can underline it, Kavana. It needs concentration. It needs to, you need to direct your mind and one thought has to follow the other. L'chavein. Okay. If that's what it's about, the next word, hilkach. Hilkach. Therefore. Hilkach is usually translated as therefore. Another standard word. Hilkach. Ein mitpalalim. We do not pray. We do not do tefillah. Birosh ha'ilan, on top of trees or on top of these brick, these this this this, this as Jastro translated this brick brick of 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 of, of sort of this b- artificial building that you're trying to do while you're working. Don't be davening on top of those. Why? So again, some some difficult Aramaic coming up. I had time. You could do it yourself if you want. You can go to the Jastro and look up these words. But the problem you're going to have is is that you need the root in order to find the word. So de mi is is not part of the root. Mistafi, right? De mistafi, right? De mistafi is Aramaic for he's afraid. Mistafi. I can look it up in the Jastro in a minute and show you, but demistafi, maybe I'll do that if we have time. Demistafi, that you're afraid. Dilma, or, or, or actually dilemma, and actually, but Dilma is the way we've translated it. We, we've read it that maybe, Dilma is always maybe. Demistafi, that you're afraid, maybe. And this word, of course, you know what that is, nafli. The word nafal, maybe nafle, and the yud means they, the people that we're talking about. Dil de mistafe, the yud means they, that they are afraid. Dilma, maybe nafle, they will nafal fall. They are they are worried about falling. Why? Why are they worried about falling? Because it's trees. It's a shaky. As Jastro explained, it's a shaky sort of artificial way for you to get up high. This thing that you 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 put earth into it in order to give it height, in order for you to be able to ascend. But it's not strong. It's not it's not the Washington Monument. It's not it's not it's not strong enough for you to stand on. Really, you can stand there, but it's shaky. It's moving, and therefore those two things, the Elon the Nadvach, are the type of things. The ein yicholin laamod sham. Here's Hebrew again. Ein yicholin, or ein yicholim, that you are not able yichol. You're not able laamod sham to stand there, and you can't sit because you can't sit down either because 
There's no place to sit either. Ella, the only way you can stand is al yidei, through the hand, meaning through. Yidei doesn't mean with your hands. It means through. Ha-dechak. Again, that's in the Haggadah Shal Pesach too, but dechak means you've been pushed. Now, this is not that you're being, you're pushing someone else, but figuratively, I'm, I'm making it. The chak, I, I just barely am making standing there. In other words, I, I am standing barely. Hey, how's it going up there? Oh, I'm standing. Yeah, because you need to constantly balance. Are you standing well up there? Yeah, I'm making it. So again, Rashi has told us that. Let's read the Rashi again. You're afraid. The normal person knows that when he's up there, He's, he's afraid of falling. There's another part of his mind that's thinking, I might fall. Because you can't just stand there. There's got to be a part of your mind that's balancing yourself. Because standing only occurs there after you've... It isn't normal standing. It needs, and maybe that's why it's only the umnan that you, that you send there. He's used to balancing himself up on that place. person that's not used to it He's, he might find that he doesn't know the tricks to be able to stand there properly. And even the one who knows the tricks, a person who's used to doing it, there's a part of his mind that is worried about falling, Rashi says. And since you're worried about falling, that's in that, that courses through your consciousness while you're up there. And since whether right, and since that's that's like another part of your head that, that you're compartmentalizing. Okay, make sure you don't fall. Come okay, up here. Okay, I'm talking to. Them. Hand me the hammer. Hand me the saw. Okay, what do you want to do over here? What are we going to harvest over here? What are we going to take down? But there's another part of you that's concentrating on not falling. Okay, now when you're not now, since that's what's happening, umachmat, and because. This is um, fear. Beatuta lo motzi mechavne. Okay, so how do I know it means fear? Okay, it's I, I cheat because I don't cheat. I've seen it many times, so I know what it means. But I also can see in context what it means that because of fear, the fear doesn't allow you to have kavana. So, now that I've looked at that Rashi, I need to sort of re-examine my first principle. If, if that's the idea of why you don't do Shemona Esrei there, because it's, it doesn't say any of the things we speculated. Well, sort of. But not exactly what all of you speculated in the chat. So it seems to be about that it, 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 it's, it's, it's an exercise in futility because tefillah, let's go back again, tefillah, if you don't have kavan in tefillah, it's not really tefillah. Let, let, let me emphasize that better. If you're not really concentrating and, and making your point to God, you're just, you're just getting those words spoken out quickly and, 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 and spitting them out, that's not really davening. Tefillah means I have God in front of me and my life, other than being on top of this tree and getting my paycheck, there's other things too. I might have a child sick at home. I might have issues of shalom bias. I might have other issues that I want to change in my life. I might have issues of, 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 of my character. Uh, uh, who knows what it is? Whatever any of those things are, they need you to concentrate, and and you need to mean it. Otherwise, it, it, a declaration of a muna, or just saying kriyat shema, is not as hard. Rashi's saying, you could have that while you also have this fear. Now it could be because it doesn't take as long. It could be because it's not as demanding. That's what Rashi seems to say. Rashi doesn't say because davening is longer. Rashi says you need to you need to feel it. 
you 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 need to feel that you're standing in front of the creator and he is listening to your needs and you're making your case for your life to get better and it's it's something intense and it's something you need to think that you you have to block out what's happening you have to realize what you're saying and that can't be done when you have this other thing in your head about i think i'm going to fall so that's the way Rashi explained it. Uh, now, the, uh, the the Mishnah continues with another halacha. And in fact, it's really not exactly the same law at all. So this is a little bit of a trick that, that I do. Um, when I realize the Mishnah is two parts, and I can already see the second part is related, but not the same topic exactly. What I can do is this. I can read a little bit of the Gemara, which I think is going to apply to the first part of the Mishnah. And and skip the second part of the Mishnah. Not always a good answer, but... If I have issues with the first part of the Mishnah, and we all do, because I think we're dissatisfied with what we've heard so far, maybe I can cheat a little bit and take a look at um, at the first part of the Gemara, which might help me. Um, so let's take, I'm just going to go two minutes and, and do that with you. So I don't know if this helps at all, but let's see if we can make it a little bit bigger. Let's see. Uh-oh, I'm going to get rid of that, huh? Okay, so okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a look at the – I'm going to read this. Now, you, those of you that have been with me for a while know what Tafresh means. Tafresh is one of the Rosh Hashanahs, right? Tafresh, the Shreichel. Tanu Rabbanon. It's a Brayta. The Brayta is a cousin of the Mishnah. It's going to help me. Okay, so here we go. Ha-umnin. Okay, that's the same as the Mishnah. That's exactly the same as the Mishnah. This is why it's a cousin. Cousins sort of look the same, but a little bit different. Only in the Patty Duke show were they identical. So here we go. Umitpalalin. Like I said, the Bryces are, are, are cousins of the Mishnah. Umitpalalin. Barosh Hazayit. Ubarosh Hataena. Hmm. There are trees that you are able to do prayers to Kadavan for. What tree is that? The olive tree and the fig tree. The olive tree and the fig tree, you can be at top of those trees and you can still pray. Aha. Vishar Koha Ilanot Yordimato Mitzbalit. I see. Other trees, you go down from the tree and you do your prayers. So now we see where Rashi, this, this, this lines up with Rashi. Um, not sure, Debbie. You might have, um, right. In other words, we're talking about we're talking about the Hoshmon Esra. I think that's what you mean. Right? It sounds like from here, it's not about stealing from the Balabayat. You see from this Brayta, this cousin of the Mishnah, that the issue is the tree is... It... Right. In other words, Shema, do it up there. Shema, I don't care how bad the tree is. I don't care how shaky the nadvach is. You owe the balabayat to do it up there. When it comes to tefillah, you can't do it up there. So despite the fact that you owe money to the balabayat, you can show the balabayat, if he's a religious Jew, this Mishnah, and say, look, you've got to allow me the time to come down. I'm here early, boss. I got here at 4.30 in the morning. 
I was up there with the belt and doing the thing. I was up there, but now it's Kriyachma time. Okay, Kriyachma time, you ain't coming down, do it up there. But Shmon Esrei, what does it say? Your Dimlamato Mitzpalovit. And the boss needs to do that as well. Hmm, the boss has to allow you to do it. That's what it sounds like from this cousin, right? It doesn't say, like she, what you were saying before, you know, you'll find your break time at one in the afternoon or whenever it is the boss lets you out. It sounds like, yes, that's going to be the thing. Those are actually, that's exactly good. Good anticipation, Debbie. It's exactly what it is. It's the fact is, is that it's a different type of tree. And that's what it is. Shar note. Um, yeah, I guess uh, olive tree are pretty small. I'm not sure how, uh, I'm not sure if you're right, uh, uh, about fig trees. Maybe you know something I don't know about their size. Um, a, bit, but, a big tree, you'd, be, you'd have less concentration. No, but I'm not sure, I'm not sure if, if right, right, is, is, is it the shape of the tree or the size of the tree, right? Um, so Rashi gives us a hint. I'll show you the Rashi just to cheat a little bit. On Feya Merubin, Rashi says, they have a lot of, they are a more stable tree. They're not, right? Right. Well, this is what Rashi is saying. They have, they, they have a greater amount of, 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 of branches. The, the 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 greater amount of branches allows you to be able to stand there. You might be just as high as you are of the, of the uh, of the peach tree, but the amount of branches gives you a place to stand that you're not afraid of falling. And shar kolilonot your dimlamato mitzbalovin. You go down and you. So um, that's what it, what we'll see in a minute. It definitely gives the impression that the boss needs to let you daven. And you could tell him, look, we're all religious here. I didn't go to Minion and we don't got a Minion here, but you can't. You have to allow me to have. We talked before, you have to allow me to do my Jewish responsibility, which is to pray. And to do that, and to be called prayer, I need to, I, you're going to have to let me go down and, 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 and do that. Now, Sheila, the question is, does the boss have to pay you for that time? Or can he say, look, I'll give you the time to get down there. What's going to take you 20 minutes? I ain't paying you for that. But he can't fire you for not doing that. Right. So you got you have got to work this balance out. Right? Now, it, it, now you're right now if he's not a religious Jew, which wasn't really it, it didn't really exist in the time of the Mishnah. You know, where you have a complete secular Jew knows nothing about these laws and thinks it's something that they did in the shtetl and this is crazy. You didn't that type of mentality did not exist in the time of the Mishnah. So you never had that type of balabas anyway. However, you de- you, the Baba Bus could, could he, 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 he might be able to deduct the time, but he, but, he, but he has to allow you to do this. Now, let's just, just to make that point clearer, it says, Ubal habayit, benkach, ubenkach. Benkach, ubenkach is either way. Baal habayit, this is again the brighter. The guy who runs the company, the guy who's paying you, and let's say he's up there too, right? Um, meaning he's not just uh, one of these guys, a fat cat sitting there smoking his cigar, looking out the window. He is actually out there with you, right? He's he's a rugged uh, lumberjack himself. He's out there with you, but he hired 
a bunch of rowdies or whatever it is. It had a bunch of roadies who were who were around there to do this job. But he's out there with them. The Balabayit Bainkach Ubainkach Yoreid Lamat Umitbawil. The Balabayit, whatever the tree is, even the olive tree and the um the 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 fig tree that's the taena he needs to go he cannot be davening up there why which means that nobody really has the proper kavana for uh, tefillah, even if the tree is nice and solid. But this will be the difference between the balabayit and the workers. The workers were going to say, stay, we're only going to let them go down for trees that are scary trees. The balabayit has to go down for all trees. Because, come on, that ain't the place to do davening, really. But we understand if you have a job to do, we're going to make this compromise of most trees go down for, some trees, as the cousin tells us, stay there for. If you aren't, if you're your own worker, you can't say, I got to be up in the tree all day. I'm, let's say you, I'm working just as hard as all the people I hired and I'm working for myself and I'm working to get the, to, to, to get all the fruit packed in time so we can get it to the harvest. We can get it to the, to the market on time. You're as desperate as the guys who you hired, but you can't make, you can't bend the rules for yourself. The people who you hire because they agree to work for you, Look at the way it's a, it's a very um, nuanced situation. The owner is probably more invested than the people he's paying to help him. But because there exists this relationship between the, the, the owner and the workers, the workers actually, we allow, we allow them to pray, to do their tefillah on, on the fig tree, which the, which the owner will say, what are you davening on that fig tree for? Okay, so okay, so you're not going to get those figs in. Go and daven. You have to daven now. The rabbis are telling you. But someone who's hired, the situation changes. The subtle difference between one and the other. Okay, so we, we made a little bit. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. 